Good morning, Josh. Good morning, Mike. I wanted to ask you about uh, Cam's play on Monday night, and it just, you know, from the untrained eye, if you will, it looked like it's as comfortable as he had been maybe all season long. I'm just curious your view of that and if you feel like he's starting to stack them together and, and get more and more comfortable in the system. Yeah, he works really hard, and uh, I think each week he's made some progress. Um, and, I, again, I've – I've just I've said it before I've I'm pretty uh, uh, amazed by how humble he is and the amount of coaching he takes and he is so receptive to anything that you know you want to work on he has things he wants to work on as well and uh, you know I just think each week at practice each day you know he makes some progress uh, he feels more comfortable with with you know doing the things that he's doing in the operation. I mean, he was, you know, he checked out of some plays the other day. He got us into some good plays. You know, he's taking care of the football better as the season has progressed. Um, and, uh, you know, we're just got to, we're continuing to try to work on those little things each week. And, uh, and he, again, he has made progress and uh, we, we, we hope to continue to, to do that this week. <clears throat> on the flip side of that, do, does, it, does his mechanics occasionally drive you bananas? <laughs> and those, and those mm. are my words, not yours, but just... You know, sometimes it just—it doesn't—it doesn't look like it should look. Um, you know, I, again, I think this. I think quarterback mechanics are um, are all are all habits that are formed over time, and and so you know, good or bad. Uh, there's some good things and there's some bad things, and I think every quarterback that I've ever been with has things they want to work on and improve. Um, and again, this is our first opportunity really with Cam during the course of a season to work on things. And he has made some progress in certain areas. Um, but uh, as I've said before, throwing the football and playing quarterback in our league is like, you know, uh, playing golf at a really high level. Um, you know, if there's one little thing off here or there, it could affect your accuracy, could affect your consistency, uh, and certainly could affect your performance in a positive or negative fashion, depending on what it is. So um, again, uh, just... I think that's a that's an everyday process, and he's willing to fight the fight, which I love. And uh, we're continuing to work on little things as we go. And like I said, I, you know, the the goal, the name of the game right now is to try to stay in this improvement phase and just continue to make steady progress as we go through the middle of the season. Thank you. Yep. Next question, Eric Scalavino, followed by Chris Ryan. Good morning, Josh. Thanks for Good taking the time. How you doing? Yeah, no problem. Good. How are you doing? Great. Um, I have sort of a general question for you. you it, it's halfway through the season now, and you've played most of your games without fans in the stadium. And um, the people at Gillette recently announced they're not going to have any for the rest of this season. So how has the, the lack of, of a crowd impacted your game day experience personally? And how is that, how, you know, a lot of times we see in games, teams build momentum based on the crowd and the crowd's reaction. Um, and how have you noticed that that may have played a role in in, um, in how your team responds sometimes? Yeah, there's. Um, I think we've gotten used to the environment. Um, I'm not sure that we all would. would you know, nobody. No, nobody would really say that they would uh, prefer this. Um, you know, and whether it's a home or away game, you know, the home games you feel like you, you know. You definitely have some advantages there, you know, our crowd noise when the other team's on the ball, has the ball. Um, and then the, the, the momentum and the adrenaline that you can create, you know, making positive plays, you know, stringing them together. 
along with the noise in the stadium. Um, again, I think at the end of the day, our performance is, you know, is, is going to be determined by what we do during the week of practice and how we play on the game day. I don't think the noise would have much to do with that. Uh, we've seen that before. Uh, we've run, we've won road games. We've lost home games and vice versa. So, um, you know, th there's definitely a, an experience that you miss. Um, you know, I'd say more than anything, personally, you know, I miss my family being there, you know, and, and we're, we, you know, all these guys, the players, coaches, and everybody else sacrifices a lot, you know, during the course of the week, you know, time away from our families. And, uh, and that day is usually a day where you get to share that experience with them. And uh, so, you know, that's a little bit of a, you know, missing piece for sure. Um, but I'd say, you know, like Monday night on the road uh, or, you know, another road game we played in Kansas City and Seattle. Um, you know, Buffalo, those are those are historically loud places. Um, and, and, you know, when you play there without the crowd noise, it's definitively a difference, um, you know, because you're usually fighting the noise uh, pretty significantly for four quarters on a road game. Uh, and so that's, you know, obviously that's been a little bit of a different uh, a different piece that we've we've gotten accustomed to now this year. And uh, when there's people back in the stadium, obviously we'll look forward to that. Certainly miss our fans uh, and the advantage that they give us at home. Has it made it a little bit easier, especially on those road games that you mentioned, uh, not having to work with a silent count so much or, or that kind of, uh, yeah, that mean, kind of approach? You know, when you have to work with a silent cadence, there's all there's a whole other layer of practice that you obviously have to work into that. Um, so that's definitely, um, you know, that's definitely something that, uh, you know, you, you, you spend a lot of time on uh, during the, the course of certain weeks to prepare yourself to be ready to operate that way. So. Um, it's something that we, you know, we haven't had to spend as much time on this season as we have in previous years uh, when we've been going on the road. Appreciate it. Thank you, Josh. Yeah. Next question, Chris Ryan, followed by Zach Cox. Hey, Josh, wanted to ask you about um, how much you've been able to kind of build out the offense as Cam has gotten more confident and comfortable and, and practice time has you know, become more consistent uh, as well. And do you, have you seen the offense and have, been, have you been able to be comfortable evolving the offense with multiple looks, particularly in the, the running game more so over the last couple of weeks? Yeah, I think we look at, you know, we look at the things we're doing, uh, the things we haven't done as well, the things we're making progress in and the things that we've actually excelled in. And then you try to, you know, you try to continue doing the things you do well and maybe add a little bit of a different wrinkle while you're trying to improve the things that you need to improve quickly uh, during the course of the season. So, um, you know, I think every year we try to evolve. There's not a game that we go into with, you know, where we don't have something new, um, you know, whether that's run game, pass game, protections, third downs, tempo, whatever it is. I mean, there's a lot of uh, aspects that you can work to improve and work to try to attack the defense. So. Um, you know, every year there's a, is a, is an evolution of your team during the course of the season. Um, you know, we're, we're in November now, so we know we need to, to really start playing our best football of the year. Um, and hopefully as we continue to work through this month, uh, we can, we can, you know, arrive at that place here, uh, in the last, last half of the year. Do you look, look at all at what the Ravens have done with Lamar Jackson as a you know, potential model in some ways for things that, that you can use with, with Cam? Um, you know, you look at a lot of different things. Um, you know, when you have players that have a specific skill set, I mean, I think it's wise to look at any um, any other program or any other organization or even college teams 
um, that use things that, that might be beneficial for your personnel. Um, I certainly have a great deal of respect for a lot of the, the coaches in our league that have really uh, been groundbreaking in terms of what they've done offensively. I know Coach Roman does a tremendous job in Baltimore. Some of the things that they do, uh, you know, I'm not sure that really fit our personnel as much as it fits theirs. But, um, look, I, you know, we're Steelers by nature, uh, coaches are. So if there's a good idea that you see on a Saturday afternoon, uh, you know, on your couch, you know, in a college football game, then great. If if not, then, you know, uh, you look to, to try to create things based on your personnel. That's part of the, the fun of coaching. Um, you know, you can you can look at somebody else's stuff and, and kind of draw from it. Uh, but but one of the challenges I think I love the most is to, you know, put down a, a white a white notepad and, you know, with your mind and, uh, you know, the personnel that you have at your disposal, just try to sit down and create some things that fit your people. So um, I think there's a great deal of joy in that for coaches. And I know I certainly enjoy it myself. Thanks, Josh. Mm -hmm. Two final questions, Zach Cox and Mike Giardi. Hey, Josh, uh, you just mentioned the, the personnel that you have at your disposal. Um, we typically don't see you guys going to a game with one available tight end, uh, and that's been the case in the last two weeks. Has that limited what you, you guys like to do offensively, those injuries at that position? Uh, it, I, I wouldn't say it limits us. It, it just it, it changes, you know, kind of the, um, you know, the, the planning process. You know, if you don't have it available, then you don't worry about, you know, uh, you don't spend time worrying about the things that you might be able to do from it. So, um, you know, the weeks that are really the most difficult are the ones where you start the week thinking you've got it and then you find out at the end of the week that you don't, you know, and, and that happens to everybody. Uh, that's the National Football League, and that's why Coach always talks so much about being able to adjust, and uh, there's no excuses. We, we have to find a way to score. We have to find a way to drive the ball and win, and um, our guys do everything they possibly can do to be healthy and be out there and active on game day. So, uh, couldn't ask any more from them than what they're giving us. Uh, so, um, you know, you just, if you have one tight end and you, you know, you sculpt the game plan that way, um, understanding that if he goes down, you better have a plan B and a plan C and a plan D. It's the same thing. I mean, we've gone into different games, you know, over the course of my lifetime, you know, with three receivers and we've gone into the game with two backs. We've gone into the game, you know, a couple of years ago, we had to play Cordero at halfback uh, on a Monday night football game, you know, and carry the ball 19 times or whatever it was. So, um, you know, there's, there's different elements of adjusting that you have to go through. And, uh, you know, that's our job, you know, is to be prepared for any scenario that may come up based on the personnel and the health of our team. And just a quick follow-up. I know you haven't been able to get Jordan Thomas out on the practice field yet, but what do you think uh, he'll be able to bring to that group? He seems like he's got a little bit of a, a different body type than some of the guys you have. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, we'll see, you know, we'll see how it goes once he get here. I know certainly he's, you know, he's has, he's got some experience and, He's got some uh, some ability, but, um, you know, I'd, I'd really love to have an opportunity to see him practice, do some things on the practice field, uh, work into our system. I know he's familiar with some of the terminology, uh, you know, from his time in the league so far. So um, interested to see how that goes. Great. Thank you. Yep. And last question is Mike Chiardi. Josh, I just wanted to ask you about uh, Julian Edelman's impact in the film room with some of the guys, Jacoby Myers is, he gave him a lot of credit saying, you know, he's basically giving me the answers to the test. I'm, I'm curious how you view what Julian's been able to do, even though he's not on the field for you. 
Yeah, Julian's got a wealth of experience and knowledge and, um, you know, a great, tremendous, tremendous understanding of what we ask of our receivers in our system. So, um, you know, any, uh, he spent a lot of time, you know, with those guys. He spent a lot of time with them last year, you know, and, and encouraging them, uh, trying to help them mentally, physically, uh, with their routine as professionals, um, and with the things that you need to do to be successful in our program. So I think, you know, uh, you know, between Julian and, David Andrews and Joe Tooney and Mason and James White and Burkhead. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of guys that are, they're very unselfish players willing to give of their time um, and, and to share their experiences with our young players. And I think, you know, anytime you have a team full of guys like that, um, you know, you have a chance to, you know, really rub off on those younger players and help them improve as the season progresses. So, um, you know, I, I'm always thankful for those guys. They do a great job of helping us out and, they really share our message with the players in their own way. Uh, Julian certainly does a great job of that with Jacoby and Nikhil and, and the rest of those young guys. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, everyone. Got it. Thanks.